Good evening. Here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, we don't just talk about film, we talk about music. And I would be remiss if I don't talk about this because I'm seeing them on Thursday. And I've loved them ever since I was a teenager. That's a long time. Be Real, DJ Muggs, Send Dog, Eric Bobo, Cypress Hill. What you chillin', what you talking about? I said, don't you know I'm local? Remember that? The 90s. This legendary hip-hop group. They took everything in terms of the, 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 the atmospherics of the sounds of a Cypress Hill album are like nobody else. Their debut album was released 30 years ago on August 13th, 1991. Released on Roughhouse Records, Columbia. Produced by DJ Muggs. This is a legendary hip-hop album. We can't play any of the songs because I don't want B-Real to come after me. I have a lot of respect for B-Real. Huh. Let's just go through this track, track list. There, these are some really good album uh, tracks. Pigs, How I Could Just Kill a Man, which really set everything off. Hand on, a, on the Pump, Hole in the Head, Ultraviolet Dreams, Light Another, The Funky Feel One, Break It Up, Real Estate, Stoned is the Way of the Walk, Psycho Big Buck Down, Something for the Blunted, Latino Lingo, The Funky Cypress Hill Shit, Tres Iques, Born to Get Busy. Mm. In 1998, the album was selected as one of the source's 100 best rap albums. The album was included in the book 101 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Yeah. It went on to go double platinum. It introduced the world to Cypress Hill. Without this, you don't, I mean, come on, come on. And they're talking, they're talking about things that are going on, especially in real estate. And then they're talking about the cops coming into the neighborhood, which was happening to in parts of Compton and parts of South Central. This is leading up to the riots. And the people were policing their own neighborhoods. That's what happens. They went on to do an EP, Something for the Blunted. Followed by 1993's Black Sunday. Debuted at number one and, I mean, come on, insane in the membrane. Cypress Hill 3, Temples of the Boom. That's one of my favorites. Cypress Hill 5, uh, was it 4? Which had uh, Dr. Green Thumb. Skull and Bones, 2000. Live at the Fillmore, 2000. Stone Raiders, 2001. Stash, 2002. Till Death Do Us Part, 2004. And then they came back. They did Rise Up in 2010. 
And then they, I love this album, Elephants on Acid in 2018. <laughs> Gotta love them. 30 years into the music career, the pressure is generally off. Cypress Hill, active since 1980 and best known for their weed-friendly gangster rap hits from the 90s, could easily rewrite and revisit the ideas and made them famous for the rest of their days and fans would delight in the familiarity. That's true. That's very much true. But it was the first Cypress Hill album... that put them on the map. And the song that did that was How I Could Just Kill a Man. And yes, Ice Cube is in the video. There's a lot of people in the video. They were formed in 1988. <sighs> Soren uh, Reyes, known as Sendog. Lupiano Sergio Reyes, known as Mellow Ace Man. Southgate, California. Lawrence Magarud, as known as DJ Muggs, and Louis Freeze, known as Be Real. Yeah. Legendary hip hop band. One of my favorites. I love Wu Tang. I love. But see, with Cypress Hill, before I even knew what marijuana was, I thought, oh, this looks like an interesting group. First of all, they were Latino. There wasn't a lot of Latinos in hip hop that were getting signed. That were, I think they influenced. They influenced so many different people in hip hop: black, Latino, white, you name it. This album is just a masterpiece. Be real, Send Dog, DJ Muggs, Eric Bobo. They now do. The Dr. Green Thumb podcast on YouTube. I think it's on, is it on Apple Podcasts? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could have them on the show. That was kind of a little plan, but I don't think it's going to happen because I'm just going to the show. I was going to walk up to one of them and say, hey, can I interview you? Can I put you on my podcast? You just imagine that. But then I don't want them, I don't want them to think, well, what is this? And then they hear it and then they get mad. So no, and I and I don't do that. I don't do that. I want to. I don't. I want to to know okay fully what we're doing, but it's not going to happen. And it's all good. I I love these guys. I love the music. I love that they have the podcast. It's probably one of my favorite podcasts out there. Shit happens when you party naked. Creatures of the night and Doctor Green Thumb. I love this more than I do Joe. Rogan. I I can't really get into Joe Rogan. Like I will I will watch when he has certain people on there, like Maynard James Keenan of Tool, or Doctor Hubbard, or whatever he is, or Sturgill Simpson. I love Sturgill Simpson. Oh my god, that's the thing about Cypress Hill. I don't think people realize or recognize about them was is that they grew up listening to heavy metal. They grew up listening to Ozzy. And then, you know, as Be Real said, then Run DMC did Walk This Way with Aerosmith. And, and they were like, oh, yeah, two of our favorite things, met, you know, merged together. So, yeah, this. If anyone. And, yeah, we, we talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and we call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Shame. 
but if anyone deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's Cypress Hill and Deftones. I would love to see them inducted together. Two of my favorites. But I love Cypress Hill. I am so hoping they get inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They deserve it. They are so influential. Because also think about this. At that time, nobody else was rapping about hitting the bong. Nobody else. They may have, but nobody was paying attention. And Cypress Hill brought it into the open. And now look at look at it. You got Colorado. You've got California. Come on, California. Yeah. And Cypress Hill isn't just a band. It's a movement for me. That's what Cypress Hill represents. As someone who is of Hispanic descent, seeing them. And then B-Real's voice. First of all, nobody in hip-hop sounds like B-Real. And the fact that he did that to his voice, that his creation... We, When we create, uh, when you're an artist, I'm an artist, I create... But when you create and something isn't working and his and his hip hop voice wasn't working, he said. So he found the voice that he raps in. He was inspired to do it. And he did it. And it's legendary. The fact that no other MC sounds like Be Real. That's the thing about MCs today. It's very stale. Nobody sounds different. Everyone basically sounds the same. It's cookie cutter after cookie cutter. And then you have people like Kendrick Lamar and Nas and who else? Um, Nipsey Hussle, my friend, love Nipsey Hussle. Um, I want to give her a shout out. Lorraine, what's up? Um, and Ice Cube, too. Nobody sounds like these, these, these group of men that I just mentioned. And here comes Be Real from Southgate, you know, SoCal, and he sounds like that. So people in hip hop, you got to stand out, you got to have a really distinct delivery. And Be Real's delivery is not only distinct, it is his own. I think he said he, there was someone in hip hop who kind of enunciated things like that, and he kind of took it from that. But um, Yeah My favorite I, There's so many lyrics To define Cypress Hill I think real estate's got some good lyrics How I could just kill a man Um, Yeah I mean that's the only way I can really Talk about the songs without getting in trouble and playing them. Uh, this isn't like Inyo Morricone where we could just play them. So if we venture over to the internet, uh, waste time to hurt us, sort of like murder. Duck with the public's favorite rhyme order. I ain't no waiter, a hater, a spectator. Seek them to find the toys of no flavor. That's, that's, yeah. Some of the lyrics. Uh, 
I I think those of us though who remember Cypress Hill, this is my favorite. Don't I don't, I don't want to butcher it because I'm such a fan. Like Louis Armstrong played the trump, but I'll hit that bong and break you off something. Soon I got to my props, cause cops come and try to snatch my crops. These pigs wanna blow my house down. I love when he says that. <laughs> These pigs wanna blow my house down. It's like hey, and he's telling and he's telling the truth too. The allegory within the lyrics, the early hip hop. I remember Salt and Pepper talked about this, how hip hop and especially gangster rap, it was the CNN of the ghetto. It was the CNN of the area, of the neighborhood. And so what Ice Cube, NWA and Cypress Hill were all doing was talking about the neighborhood they grew up in. What was around them? Because as a writer, that's what you do. You capture what is around you. And that's what these writers were doing, capturing what's around them. Getting, you know, getting into this world that we all live in and making something of it. Or as they say, break something off. Yeah. They are legendary. I am in awe of Cypress Hill. I've always been in awe of them. My brother enjoys them, but I finally get to see them. And so that's, it's, it's when you grow up and it's like, I'm kind of still a kid at heart. You're like, oh, I can afford this now. I could go see them. I could drive myself. I don't know. Hey, can you take me? Because when I was a teenager, come on, you think someone's going to take me to go see Cypress Hill? They smoke weed there. You get contact height. What's that? (laughs) The first time I ever heard the term contact high, I didn't know what it was. But yeah. The Cypress Hill, come on. What's funny is they were rapping about marijuana when it wasn't legal. Okay. The trailblazers and that. And now they have a shop and, you know, Dr. Green Thumb and they sell and they have these shops, these dispensaries. So thank you, Be Real. Thank you, Send Dog. Thank you, DJ Muggs, Eric Bobo. Cypress Hill. That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This is a labor of love for me to talk about a group like this. I love I love Wu Tang, but I love Cypress Hill more. You're always gonna hear me say that, alright? Unpleasant dreams.